It was chaotic last weekend, so does that mean there's more chaos within the FCS spring football season this weekend coming up? We're about to find out. As joining us on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline, it is Sam Herter from Hero Sports and Bet MGM. Sam, hope you were doing well, my friend. Yeah, it's uh, it's a good week to come on the show again to to kind of you know figure out what the heck happened uh, last weekend, and there's some some good games coming up this weekend in the FCS as well. So looking forward to it. Well, Sam, let's just start right there. The chaos last weekend, obviously seeing North Dakota State that probably takes the top headline. But how much chaos was there really last weekend? Uh, kind of give us an idea of how many teams fell that you didn't think would fall. Yeah, I mean there was there was losses all over the place in the top twenty five. You had uh, the number one team, number three, seven, ten, eleven, twelve, eighteen, nineteen, twenty two, and twenty four. And so, I mean, we've had weekends like this before in the in the past in the FCS where there were you know six, seven, eight teams in the top twenty five losing. I remember there was one week I want to say it was twenty nineteen where four teams in the top ten lost. But what made last weekend a little different was just the fact that NDSU lost. And, I mean, the, the Bison have lost in the past, obviously. And so, like, it's not, like, just this incredible thing that, that NDSU lost. It was just how they lost and, you know, got hammered by Southern Illinois, who the week before got hammered by UND. And so that kind of what elevated this weekend from the, even if NDSU won, it still would have been a crazy weekend, but just with how the Bison lost kind of elevated this to the, probably the craziest weekend in the FCS that I remember for a long time. Well, Sam, looking at North Dakota State here, let me get your thoughts on that. Is this a loss more of an aberration? Okay, hey, spring football, this isn't what this isn't normal. This is just a, a blip on the radar of what happens sometimes. Or are you concerned about the Bison going forward? I think there has to be a concern definitely with NDSU just because it's two weeks in a row now where, yeah, you know, they, they beat Youngstown State in the opening week by about 20 points, but it, it was still, you know, a, a pretty uninspiring performance. Uh, and then they followed it up, obviously, with that big loss to Southern Illinois. And so I, I think it is uh, a big concern because it's now two weeks in a row where, uh, you know, the Bison haven't looked all that good. Uh, Zeb Nolan at quarterback, you know, he's he struggled two weeks in a row now. So definitely a concern. Uh, you know, you can never write off, NDSU, you know, I, I think we've learned that in, in the last 10 years, mm-hmm. you know, even when they do lose a head coach or a huge senior class or, you know, even going back to, uh, I want to say it was 2015 when you know, they lost to South Dakota, a shocking loss. And, and two days later, it was announced that Carson Wentz, you know, suffered what, what could be a season ending uh, hand injury. The Bison were four and two at that time. A retro freshman named Easton Stickwell was coming in and, you know, everyone thought, well, NDSU is four and two. They have a redshirt freshman coming in. They're probably going to lose one more time, not get a playoff seed, and probably lose in the quarterfinals. And obviously, NDSU ended up going uh, on to, to win the national championship. So, can't count NDSU out just yet. But I will say that the the, the national title pitcher looks as wide open as it's been in, in several years. You know, again, you know, is NDSU still a national title contender? Right now, I would say maybe, you know, I can't say, you know, definitely that they're still in contention, but I also can't completely write them off. But I think, you know, now when we say, you know, anyone can win the national title, I I think that that's more true than than it's ever been for, for at least the last 10 years. Well, I was about to say, Sam, this is interesting. I know we're going to talk more about this national title race, but just looking at the Missouri Valley right now, North Dakota's doing really well. How wide open is the Valley? 
Yeah, it, it's it's definitely wide open now, not only because of, of NDSU losing, but who they lost to, because now you have to put Southern Illinois into that mix. Uh, South Dakota State, who I thought was going to be the second team, the, the number one threat to NDSU, they lost to UND, so now you have to put UND in that mix. I mean, Northern Iowa uh, was right there with South Dakota State, so UNI is still in the mix. You know, definitely think South Dakota State is still in the mix. Uh, you know, Illinois State, I thought was going to be in the mix, but, you know, they look they looked a little rough uh, last weekend in their loss to South Dakota. And, and you know, their their number seven ranking at that time was, was probably a bit too high for the Redbirds. But, I mean, UND, South Dakota State, Southern Illinois, Northern Iowa, and still you have to put North Dakota State in there. That That's five teams. And maybe Illinois State does bounce back. So five to six teams fighting for two playoff spots total, possibly three playoff spots, depending on who that third-place team is. So, yeah, it's it, it's probably, it's it's very wide open right now in the Valley as well. Sam, is there a concern, though, for the Valley? Because it, it looks like this conference is going to eat itself in a way because obviously some teams still – I mean, North Dakota still got to play North Dakota State, I believe. So is there a concern that if they beat, beat each other up too much that maybe only one team in, or do you think regardless they're going to get two? I think regardless, they probably will get to, um, you know, just because I think the the second place team will, will probably still end up with two losses. You know, I don't, I don't, I think they will beat each other up where there's going to be, you know, a handful of three loss teams, but I think whoever wins it will probably have one or two losses. And then the second place team will probably have two losses uh, as well. You know, I don't, I don't foresee a bunch of five and three teams in the Valley. So I do think they will get two teams in. Uh, you know, not a guarantee, but for, I'm pretty confident the Valley will get two teams in. Now, in order to get the three, that, that third team in to get two at-large bids, then you'll want to try to have some type of separation where, you know, maybe UND does go on to go seven and one. You know, maybe South Dakota State also ends up going six and two. And then, you know, NDSU is also six and two. And then everyone else has three losses. And so you have two two lost teams in, in, in tied for second place. You know, NDSU would probably get in by name recognition, you know, alone. Same thing with South Dakota State just because they've been there uh, before and, and they've proven themselves. So, you know, kind of having a, a one loss or undefeated team at the top, then a couple of two lost teams, and then maybe all the other teams are beating up on each other and there's three, four lost teams. I think that's probably the most ideal situation for the Valley to get three teams in. Right now, we are with Sam Herter from Hero Sports and Bet MGM as we were discussing FCS football. We'll take a look at the games coming up this weekend next year on the Knock On Sports. Think about where you were one year ago today. What were you planning for? Whether or not you planned for a new challenge, you got it. And most importantly, you succeeded. Cooking at home, learning at home, and banking at home. At Whitefish Credit Union, we understand you've been through a lot. And as you move through the year, just know we'll be right there at your side. This year, next year, and always. Whitefish Credit Union. Subject to membership eligibility. We're breaking down FCS spring football here as we are in the heart of it now with Sam Herter from Hero Sports and Bet MGM as he joins us on the Whitefish Credit Union Hotline. Sam, the latest poll came out. Weber State is the number one team in the land right now after all the chaos from this past weekend. What do you think about the Wildcats and do you agree? Yeah, I had uh, James Madison is actually number one right now, slightly ahead uh. of Weber State by. I'm trying to do my math here, about 47 points, 
uh, uh, James Madison has 992 points. Uh, then Weber State has 945 uh, points as far as when they tallied up all the all the votes. And so, I mean, basically right there uh, with JMU, I, I did have Weber State as my number one team in, in my ballot. I had UND two, and then I had James Madison three. So I right now especially with this last uh, win for UND. I uh, certainly think that UND has the best resume out there. Uh, they, they've beaten the number eight team, the number 11 team, and the number 20 team uh, now in the FCS. Meanwhile, you know, Weber State is, is one and no, and they beat Idaho State, who's, you know, traditionally not, you know, probably a middle of a pack uh, type big sky team. Uh, and so if, if you look at just resumes, I, I think UND probably deserves to be the top team. But at the same time, I mean, I've I've always thought I I think I had Weber State as my number two team coming into the season behind NDSU, and they didn't give me a reason to you know to to drop them uh, below a team like UND, and so I kept uh, Weber State and 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 basically rose them up to number one just because I you know I know their defense is going to be fantastic. I know they're obviously they have Josh Davis, you know, all American running back there, pretty experienced offensive line. They have the weapons on the outside and now it appears they have uh, their guy at quarterback with Barron. You know, I thought he made some really good throws. Um, again, it was against Idaho state. So not the best defense and, and he'll be tested more by some better defenses, but for his first starts uh, for his career, you know, I, I thought he looked really good. Speaking to North Dakota here, Sam, and this is going to sound a weird question because you just listed North Dakota beating three ranked teams, but do you put North Dakota in the contender conversation, not only for the Valley, but for the national title? Yeah, I think you have to right now. I mean, there, there's, you know, there, there nothing, you know, suggests to me that that you shouldn't put UND in the national title picture just with the teams they've beaten and how they've beaten them. Uh, you know, now it, it's going to be tough for uh, UND. Uh, it, the, the schedule, as far as the opponents, I don't know if the opponents get much tougher. They do have NSU in a couple of weeks, but all their other opponents. You know, I can see them getting wins, and so I think they're they're three toughest opponents as far as you know three teams in a row. I think that's behind them. But what's going to be challenging for UND is these three wins all came at home. You know, just because of the the, the Valley scheduling teams to try to get or scheduling games to try to get as many indoor games as possible at the start of the season. Uh, UND's first three games were all at home, and now four of the next five, uh, four of the last five, I should say, are are, are on the road. And traditionally. UND is really, really good at home, and they've struggled on the road. And so that's the challenge for North Dakota. Where you, When you look at their remaining opponents, uh, you know, I see a lot of wins. Down, I see a lot of wins, but they also come on the road. So, you know, when they go to Illinois State, you know, when I look at that, when I look at that matchup on paper, I would favor UND. But since it's on the road, UND has struggled on the road. You know, maybe Illinois State gives them a scare at the, at the end of the year. But, I mean, right now... UND, they look like one of the most balanced teams in the FCS. I mean, Otis Way, uh, he's, he's looking like an All-American running back already. Uh, their retro freshman quarterback, Tommy Schuster, uh, doesn't look like a retro freshman. He's very smooth and, and, and calm and collected on the field. Uh, offensive line is playing a lot better than I expected them to. Uh, defensively, you know, a really fast and physical defense. The defensive line, uh, the defensive line too, is playing better uh, than I expected. And, and UND always has strong linebackers. So, I mean, they're they're a well balanced team, and you know, I, I don't see 
how anyone can sit here right now and say they're not a national title contender because they haven't showed us anything that to suggest that they're not a title contender. Sam, looking at games this weekend here, we'll start in the Valley, North Dakota State taking on Missouri State. What do you think about this game? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's it's necessarily, you know, if, if NDSU is on upset alert or not, I do think they will get a win. It's just a matter of, you know, what the win looks like. Is it going to be, is it going to look like the 27 or the 25 to 7 win against Youngstown State where it was kind of, you know, ho-hum. They, they, they had control of the game the whole time. There was never really, you know, uh, you know, the opponent never really threatened NDSU as far as beating them, but it wasn't, you know, all that spectacular performance. Will we see something like that? Or will we see, you know, kind of a, a ticked off Bison group uh, dominate Missouri State? That's what I'm more interested in, in seeing in this matchup. Then uh, looking at the Big Sky Conference, who's also gotten underway, Idaho, who's also ranked, taking on UC Davis. What do you think about this matchup? Yeah, this is this is an interesting one uh, because I feel like UC Davis still has massive potential as a program. You know, it was only a couple of years ago when they made that run to the quarterfinals, nearly knocked off Eastern Washington, and, and the Eagles went on to appear in the national title game. I know last year in 2019, UC Davis had a disappointing performance, but they still have, you know, a handful of guys that were a part of that 2018 team. So uh, I, I like UC Davis as, as a program and where they can go. Uh, but right now, Idaho, you know, is looking really impressive. So I think the Vandals will get another win here. We're with Sam Herter from Hero Sports and Bet MGM as we are talking about FCS spring football. Sam, let's take a look at another matchup in the Big Sky Conference. That's Eastern Washington taking on Northern Arizona. Eastern Washington coming off a loss. Uh, what do you think about this game? Yeah, I mean, this is a huge game for Eastern Washington. You know, they probably can't afford a second loss or else their, their playoff hopes are, are, are really going to be on the bubble. Uh, you know, Northern Arizona, they... I thought they would handle uh, last week's opponents uh, a little better. That was a closer uh, game than I expected against Southern Utah. But you know, Northern Arizona always has pretty good talents. But I know Coach Ball there. You know, he's kind of uh, adjusting the, the culture and how things are done there. So they're probably a bit more in that that transition period with, with the program. So I think Eastern Washington should should get a win in this one. Sam, I know it's only early into the spring FCS college football season, but let me get your thoughts. How many teams are on that bubble of being in danger of already being out of the playoff conversation? Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to put a number on it uh, right now, but basically any team that already has one loss, you know, if they suffer a, a second loss this weekend, uh, that, that puts them on the bubble. You know, I'm looking at one game, especially in the Valley, you know, like we talked about earlier, you know, it's, it's, it might be tough for, uh, you know, in this conference when teams are beating up on each other already and, and Illinois state goes to Northern Iowa. These are two teams that were in the top 10 entering the spring right now. Illinois state is number 15. Northern Iowa is number three, but, but both do have one loss already. And so I think, I don't know if I can necessarily call this uh you know, a, a for sure playoff eliminate, elimination game. Uh, just, you know, even though Illinois State loses, you know, maybe they figure things out and they go on to, to beat North Dakota State and South Dakota State and, and make the playoffs. Um, you know, that could happen. But right now, you know, both of these teams still have some good opponents ahead on their schedule. So if they suffer a second loss, they're not for sure out of the playoff. Well, they're not for sure out of the playoff pitcher. Uh, but with the teams they have remaining on their schedule, it would it would they would their backs would really be up against the wall. 
Sam, I know it's been only one week in the Big Sky Conference, but Weber State, obviously, they look like the toughest team. They look that way before the season even started. But right now, who would you say are maybe the second, third teams right now, or who looks really good to you that could be at the top with Weber State? Yeah, you know, coming into the year, I thought it would be Weber State and Eastern Washington. Uh, with Idaho beating Eastern Washington, I think you have to put the Vandals up there as, as probably the number two team. Uh, right now, uh, I do have two teams from the Big Sky making the playoffs, uh, which w- w- right now would be Weber State and Idaho. After that, it- it's-, it's hard to say. I mean, obviously, we'll, we'll see what UC Davis has when they play the Vandals uh, this week. Um, you know, Eastern Washington, we'll see how-, how they rebound and, you know, maybe they recover and, and don't lose again and they put themselves back in the, in the playoff picture. So uh, it- it's-, it's definitely an interesting race without – the Montana schools and without last year's champion, uh, Sacramento state. And, and so I, I think there's, you know, potential for multiple teams to vie for one or two playoff spots. Our feature guest, Sam Herter from hero sports and bet MGM, Sam, if people want to follow your work, how can they do that? You can follow me on Twitter at Sam Herter FCS. And then our website is heroesports.com. Sam, really appreciate the time. Really appreciate the insight. Enjoy all the games this weekend. Look forward to chatting with you again soon, my friend. All right. Sounds good. Thank you.